Today, we spoke with Travis about his spiritual journey and intuitive tarot readings. For more information, you can find him on TikTok at Travis Warrior Unicorn or by going to warriorunicorn.net. To contact Spirit Road, email us at spiritroadpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to Awkwardly Zen Presents Spirit Road, a podcast about our spiritual journey where we can be awkwardly ourselves. It's a path that can be funny, absurd, enlightening, and life-changing all at the same time. Join us as we explore this mysterious world and life we live in. I'm Tim Behrens. I'm Laurie Hewitt. And And this this is is Spirit Road. so excited we have travis with us today actually travis warrior unicorn correct correct do we call you mr warrior unicorn or do we call you travis oh just call me travis i'm kind of like share madonna just a one name <laughs> i love that and everybody knows travis we're excited. We're really excited to have you here, Travis. I mean, you've been in with some of the discussion groups we do, and you just have such like this wonderful presence and energy about you, and and everything you share has this underlying current of kindness and compassion. And yeah, just really love this opportunity to hear more about your story and how you got into doing tarot readings and you know what what your path has been. And I mean, we could start there. I mean, I think that you're known for the Travis Warrior Unicorn and some of the readings that you do. And I'd love to know how you got into that, what your journey was. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. And thank you for having me here, Lori and Tim. I'm super excited. So Warrior Unicorn came from, it's kind of like a two-part thing. So the unicorn piece came from um, when I was, oh gosh, I want to say like 26. I was dating some guy and uh, it was very short-lived as it is. And he got me this random unicorn tank top. And I was like, why did you get me this unicorn (laughs) tank top? And he was like, I don't know. You just kind of remind me of like a unicorn. Like you're kind of special. You do your own thing. You're just very much yourself. And, and I just thought that was a really nice gesture. And as the universe works, that gift came in. Then like people just started giving me unicorn things it was super random. So I just kind of adopted the unicorn as an identifier. And then the warrior part came from a Pima Cadron quote. And I'm going to mess up this quote, but I'm going to do my best. And the quote was, if you can sit in the hot loneliness today for 1.6 seconds, when yesterday you could only sit in it for one second, that is the journey of the warrior. And so my journey and my story has been one of finding self-acceptance and doing that in a way that is authentic for me, but finding kind of my own path without anyone leading me there. That's just kind of been my journey. So Warrior Unicorn just kind of sums that up. And I think everyone's their own version of a Warrior Unicorn or a Warrior something in, in some way. So I can relate to the journey of self-acceptance. That seems like that's something a lot of people can relate to, just finding that way to be yourself in the world, authentically you, and to really find your truth and be able to speak it. Yeah, that's been a long one for me. So it's, and it's, and it's wonderful to, to hear about yours. How, how did the tarot readings come into that? Oh my 
gosh. So, you know, of course, when I was a kid, I saw the craft and I wanted to be a witch. Um, and then I start <laughs> diving into, you know, occult things in like middle school and high school. And my parents, uh, and I've always known that I've had psychic abilities when I was younger. What I thought at the time was seeing spirits or energies in my grandparents' home, learning a little bit more about this kind of area. I now know that that's not necessarily what I was interacting with, but more like my guides or, or energies that were connected to my grandparents, like their, their family and things like that. So I've always kind of known. And then I was just drawn to tarot cards and crystals as you do. And, and then, you know, my parents found like a deck in, in our home. And of course they threw them out and told me it was witchcraft and evil. I'm going to hell and all, all those fun things. And, and then later on in life, you know, I, I just kind of found my way back to it. But it wasn't something I told people that I did or could do. It was something I just kind of did for myself. And I used them as just a tool of self-discovery for the most part. And then, you know, TikTok came around. And I started my TikTok as a lot of people my age did. I did it during COVID. I started, I created an account because I was at home. We're in lockdowns. There's really nothing to do. So I'm scrolling through and I just start posting things. And my content originally was just like little dance videos or me posting little jokes thinking, because I think I'm the most hysterical person in the world, um, <laughs> posting like little joke videos and doing like little dances. And and then I was doing a TikTok live one night and I started, I just grabbed my cards and I started reading for people. And then the messages came through of, hey, do you do um, private readings? I would love to book a reading with you. And then I started doing private readings. And so that's kind of how that's evolved. It's been really, uh, it's been really fun and interesting. And I, I think a year ago, I wouldn't have said that this is um, what I would be doing, but I'm happy that I am. What is it like to, to do readings for a, a mass audience? I mean, when you're trying to really connect to those energies you say in your videos to to be able to share so that it will find the people who need to hear it and i very much believe in that i feel like people come across these things at, at moments where those messages need to come through and i've heard your videos and they're they're just riddled with compassion and kindness and encouragement for overcoming and from a reading perspective it's very interesting to think about how to connect to those energies and how to really sort through the messages as they're coming through in the yeah. moment yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very exhausting. I can only do a live where I'm reading for multiple people for only about a 45 minutes to an hour is where I have to tap out because it is a lot of energy. But you know, it's interesting because it's in a live room and there's chat, right? So there's no audio. So I'm just seeing chat messages pop up. So I can kind of just see who who has a question or see who's asking. And I just close my eyes and just focus in on that person and then when I'm reading, I will look directly at my camera lens. I won't read the comments until I'm done talking. And then I'll look at the comments to see if the person I'm reading for has come through. It's like, oh yeah, that's resonating. So it's it's not too, too bad. I think the only kind of hang up that comes with it is like, it's a live room. Obviously things come up or things pop up and it's like, I don't know like how, like how much you want me to share about your personal life that I'm seeing in your, in front of a bunch of strangers who could easily find you and find your contact. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, the, the only thing is like, I have to kind of tiptoe sometimes on 
on the information. I don't want to go too deep in front of a bunch of strangers. So, (laughs) Lori, you've kind of dealt with that some yourself, haven't you? I mean, as far as like having things come through and, and how to navigate that sorting through the messages and giving them in a way that doesn't make someone uncomfortable. If it's in a group setting, I'll ask, is this okay to, you know, how deep do you want me to go? I have some information. Do you want me to share it now or share it later? If it's individual, I just let them speak. I just let spirit talk to them because I figure it's their information and they deserve it. May not always receive it well, but that's okay. (laughs) It's like, it's my job to give it to them, whether they receive it well or not. So yeah, it can be tricky in a group situation or like you say, a live situation. Absolutely. Well, and another question that we've navigated to is this idea of how do you get out of your own way to uh, allow those messages to come through? Like, Travis, what do you do to ask that question? Is this me right now or is this spirit or source? Because we know that sometimes the ego can stand in the way or, or bring these questions up about what's coming through. Uh, that's a great question, Tim, because I'll tell you, that's kind of been a part of kind of this development journey that I'm that I'm on. And it's tough to, not tough to discern, but it's in the moment because you're trying to deliver this information. And then you're like, oh my God, this just popped up. But but wait, like, and so my kind of general rule of thumb is if it's something that if I'm doing a reading and if I start obsessing over the information, it's not spirit. If, if I like get like anxiety about it, it's, it's me. And that's just kind of something that I've just, just kind of picked up from talking to other psychics like Lori and other mediums as well. And so I just feel the message from spirit just feels kind of natural. It just kind of, it flows. It feels good. Even if it's hard information, it feels positive in a way because it it just, it feels like just what's meant to be said. So at first it was a little tough to discern, but I've learned to just kind of let it just come out and and just let it flow. And, and my general rule of thumb is that if it feels good, it's spirit. If it feels like it's anxiety, it's definitely me. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a nice way to put it. And spirit, like you say, even if they're delivering hard messages, it's always so loving and kind. And if it was coming from me, it may not be. <laughs> so Right. Mine would be a little bit more sassy. Yeah. Might be like, girl, divorce him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That would be me. Yeah. Well, like, you spirit. Know, Meanwhile, spirits like we all end up in relationships sometimes, and sometimes they end. Like that, that's how I know it's not me, because I would be like, "Girl, pack a bag." <laughs> exactly. So, do you do like fairs yet? The metaphysical, spiritual fairs? Are you starting to do those? No, I haven't. I haven't even thought of that. Do you, wow. And you do those though, Lori, right? I, there's one or two that I do. Yes. I am not a big fair person, but I've done a couple that I really love doing. Oh, that's awesome. No, yeah. I haven't done that yet. I'm still in this phase of allowing kind of all of this to grow and develop and mm-hmm. just kind of taking things as, as they come. But it's been, it's been a really great, I've only been doing readings for other people since, uh, since November, still shy of a year, but it's definitely something I'm open to. And it sounds really fun. Here would be my suggestion uh, from my experience is maybe pick a small one in your area to start with. Um, The energy is less overwhelming that way. There's a big one that comes here in Denver twice a year. um, And I forget what it's called. Mighty body, mind and spirit. I think anyway, it's huge. 
And I just, just visiting that one makes me anxious. And so there'd be no way I could read there. Plus it's three days for like a bazillion hours. And it's like, yeah, I can't do that. It's too much. So find a small one. There were a number of people from Awkwardly Zen from the Denver area here in Kansas City the other day. And we all went to a metaphysical fair. And um, that conversation came up too, just about when you go into those spaces, there are so many people seeking in different ways, looking for answers, looking for guidance, looking for something that they can kind of find a foothold with whatever it is that they're navigating in, in life. And then you have all of these different practitioners with different modalities and energies that they work with. And it becomes this this swirl of of energy and emotions and thoughts and, and ideas. And for someone who who might have this gift of receiving, it, it can be quite overwhelming. So yeah, just kind of reflecting that idea. I think if I were ever to try something like that, I would want to do it in a smaller room. Seems like that would be a practiced skill to be able to really be present for someone in the midst of all of that. Yeah. But you kind of already do that in a way by doing the live things on TikTok, correct? In a way, yes. I think that's a bit easier though, because even though, yes, the energy is there and I can feel the energy, it's I it's easier to tune out because it, at the end of the day, I'm just, I'm in my apartment. It's quiet. There isn't a lot of other kind of distracting noise. Yeah. And if I don't want to read comments that are coming through, I just don't read the comments and I just focus on channeling the message. Mm-hmm. So I do think that might be a bit easier, but those TikTok lives get wild. My friends, I have a couple of friends that'll come in, they'll be what's called like a moderator and they can control like comments and spamming. Cause you know, of course you get people in the comments that are like over and over again. Should I leave my husband? Should I leave my husband? Should I leave my husband? I'm like, yes, leave. (laughs) And they're like, what did your card say? Nothing. I'm telling you to leave. And then, so, so again, sassy. But still, like, my friends will message me after a live. They'll be like, you don't need a moderator. You need a bouncer. The people get wild. But I think the energy gets even more kind of heightened yeah. because people are at home behind their phones. And so I think they're, like, they're just – because if you're doing, like, a – if you're at a fair, I would imagine you don't have people just interrupting a reading going, hey, do I leave my husband? You know, like, over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's – uh, there's politeness and social etiquette in those situations online. It's the wild, wild west on TikTok. Well, and it's anonymous. At least if you're in a fair, you're face to face with somebody. Where I imagine on TikTok, they just see you. You don't see them, correct? Yeah, I can see like their tiny little profile image. And that's even if they use their actual picture in their profile. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're correct. I can't. There's no face to face. Now that you're on TikTok... Are you a celebrity? Do people recognize you when you're out and about? And go, oh my God, it's you. It's, you know what? It has happened. It happened last night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It happened last night. I was out with some friends and um, I was standing at the bar getting water. I don't drink, but I was getting some, some, just a bottle of water at the bar and I'm standing there and someone like taps me on the shoulder and I turn around and they were like, "Um, I know this sounds really weird, but like, you're on TikTok, right? Like you're like the, you're the card guy. It was really nice. And then of course, then he was like, oh my God, what do you see in my future? And, I, like, and I'm like, I, I see me dancing. I don't know what I see you doing, but have a good day, you know? But no, it is cool. It's really nice. It's really, really nice. And I think the, but what means the most to me is when people will reach out on like Instagram or if I see someone and 
they say like, oh, I saw your video and I was in this really like just low, icky place. And, you know, and you just said something that resonated and it made me feel better. And, 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 you know, then I get the messages from teens like LGBTQIA plus youth and they'll message me and they'll say things like, you know, my parents aren't that accepting or they'll, you know, the would have been contemplating suicide. And just as, you know, spirit works, we'll say one of your videos popped up and it made me want to just hang on another day. And those things mean the most to me, not that it was me, but just that something was there for them. And if, if, you know, and that message from spirit was there, that's even more powerful. So that's very powerful. You're a voice for, for good and the positive. I remember what it was like being that age and and not quite Mm -hmm. knowing how to navigate. So it's nice to, you know, be able to pay some of that back in a way. I love too that um, that you have this playful energy too in your videos and and just your your personality in general that you have this lightheartedness that's just so nice to be around and and I, I when I think about what I've seen in your videos that you're sharing these very powerful messages from source that, that resonate about how to how to navigate in life how to find your center how to be creative how to embrace change all of these wonderful themes and yet also showing at the same time that having a spiritual path doesn't necessarily have to always be serious yeah. that I, in, in my experience that joy is the highest vibration and, and gratitude is the highest vibration. And to be able to deliver a message from that space is just really uh, refreshing to see. And I'm, I'm curious, like as you bring these messages about, as you do more and more of this, what would you say you've learned in your journey? Like as you're delivering these things, often we find ourselves saying the things that we need to hear ourselves and, what's been your biggest takeaway through all of this? Oh, that's such a, that's such a big question, Tim, and a really good one. You know, I think my biggest takeaway from this is that we're all learning and that we're all at the end of the day going through the same things in a way, you know, we're all dealing with finding self-acceptance. We're all dealing with feeling loneliness. And, and at the end of the day, we all just want to be seen and loved. And, and, and no matter where you come from or no matter what your belief system is, you know, we all just want to be loved and to feel love and to receive love. And so I just try to walk that and remember that every day and that, that we're all just learning. <laughs> yeah, it's been a huge takeaway for me as well. And in, in some of the conversations that we're, you know, I'm so grateful that we continue to have and just have met so many incredible people and they all come from different paths and they have different beliefs and ideas and modalities and journeys that have led them to this conclusion or that conclusion. And it can feel rather complex and sometimes overwhelming. And yet at the same time, when you really look at what's being said and shared and break it down, it's like that love is at the core that that we all are working on the same intrinsic needs and values and, and trying to figure out how to how to grow in those in our lives. So yeah, there's like it seems like the truth and and that comes through in your messages that you share as well that the truth is usually very simple. It just comes along at a time when you need to hear it and in a way that you need to hear it. Have you ever considered doing a YouTube channel where you would share these messages, but more in depth so that you're able to bring that, those messages of love and kindness and acceptance maybe to a larger audience and in a longer time period? 
No, I haven't, but that's a great idea, Lori. Thank you. Lori, would you like to be my new business manager? Great ideas, Lori. You're, you're doing fairs now. <laughs> it's, it's all starting here. Fairs in YouTube. <laughs> I have great ideas, but I don't know how at all to execute them. <laughs> so, yeah. But I just think you have this wonderful energy and kindness about you, and you understand the journey that so many, all of us really, no matter who, struggle with in life. And I think being able to use your, your cards perhaps as a road in, if you will, and then bring those larger messages to everyone, I think it could really be helpful. There's lots of folks out there that would find you and really benefit from the messages that you're bringing because not all of us are on TikTok. Yeah, it's, uh, no, you bring up a great point. And now, of course, my my wheels are spinning on how I can do that. So. Good. YouTube channel coming soon. Compliments of Lori Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> you can just give me credit. <laughs> I will. For the idea. Yeah. But I do think it would be wonderful and very valuable. How would you say you have come to this wisdom for yourself? Where does that come from? Oh, God, a lot of self-work and therapy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it, it is, you know, it's just, it's just staying in my own lane and just working on myself and what I find to be true for myself. And that's it. And if I can learn that and share that and it resonates, then great. A lot of this, Tim kind of pointed this earlier. I think some of the messages that truly come through are like, they're meant for me and I'm just sharing them with everyone. It's very much a healer, heal thyself kind of thing. But a lot of this just comes from doing the work. And you know, we all can do self-work. It's not um, exclusive to people in spirituality or anyone. You know, it's it's anyone can sit down and, and do the work. It's just, it's starting that process. Absolutely. Yeah. As an old therapist, I would say, yes, I would encourage everyone to do therapy in some form or the other. Oh my gosh. Therapy is a game changer. So (laughs) for sure. It gives us the tools, I think, to do that inner work then on our own and to continue that and not be afraid or avoid it because it gets messy and it's scary and it's sad. And it's a lot of things that most people don't want to have to face for themselves. Yeah, you're so right, Lori. You're so right. I did I did not know that you were a uh, former therapist. I am. Yeah. That's long cool. time. Yeah, I've done a variety of things, but I was a therapist for a long, long time. Yep, absolutely. And I always had that component in whatever job I was doing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I value that a great deal. It is amazing how fast the time flies when you're having fun. I do. Before we go, I do have a couple of couple of questions for you. Um, this is an authentic relating question that I've just felt like I wanted to ask you. Question is, um, if you were meeting someone for the first time, what's something that you'd really like them to know about you? That they're just safe to be who they are. They don't have to, you know, when you first meet someone, there's always kind of like this, like, I don't want to say mask, but this just kind of like a need to pretend to be. So I like people to come to me as they are. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And the the second question is, uh, is if someone wanted to contact you, what's the best way? Would it be to find you on TikTok at Travis Warrior Unicorn or? TikTok is great. I also have uh, my website, warriorunicorn.net, or they can find me on Instagram at Travis Warrior Unicorn. And then the link for all my jazz is in my bios on TikTok and Instagram. 
Yeah, well, thank you so much for being here with us today. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Laurie and Tim. 